Hey, welcome to Sex, Drugs, and Spirituality with Sydney DeLorean. That's me. And I, uh, I had a great topic for you today. I'm going to be honest. The male genitalia are taking a beating lately, and not just from guys jerking off, but from the content of my show. So last episode we had on the main feed, we talked about nullos, and this week we are going to talk about small penis humiliation, or SPH for short. Uh, by the way, the weeks that you don't hear an episode on the main feed, it's because we're over on Patreon getting really fucking dirty. Um, last episode of Rob Love Raw, we talked about how listener Beck's mom has been sending Rob Love explicit Snapchats. We got into the content of those photographs and my, the guilt I feel, uh, after masturbating as a result of my Christian upbringing. How exciting. You want to hear about, uh, the one time I squirted and then wanted to kill myself? Well, it's over on Patreon. One dollar a month. <laughs> oh, she chokes on her own spit, but she will not choke on your daddy's dick because I can swallow that down like a snake. <coughs> I'm not editing that out. You know why I don't edit this show? You get the full DeLorean. <coughs> oh, fuck me. Um, okay, patreon.com slash sex, drugs, and spirituality. Okay, I'm going to start out by reading the definition of small penis humiliation from Wikipedia, and then obviously, as always on this show, we'll get into my thoughts, opinions, feelings, and history with the topic I love all my negative reviews on iTunes where someone's like, uh, the host just talked about herself. Uh, yeah, because listen, if you want to learn something from a podcast, look for a show that's hosted on Wondery or, um, uh, NPR, um, I don't know. I'm I'm blanking right now because it's really early in the morning. But you know what I mean? Like, look for a show that is hosted and produced by a legitimate media outlet uh, because those podcasts have budgets. They have research teams. They have teams of journalists. They have editorial teams. They have editors. You know what this show has? Me. It has me. I read shit. I talk about shit. I edit shit. I post shit. I do it all myself. And guess what? It's not as good as an NPR show with 12 fucking journalists on the payroll. That's how it's going down. So to be like, oh, I wanted to learn something. This show is edutainment. That's what it is. And guess what? I'm a busy woman with a busy life and three jobs, and I'm busy sucking your daddy's dick. So, whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever. That's If this is your first episode, you're tuning in because you want to learn every little thing about small penis humiliation, um, sorry. Sorry about it. My name is Sydney DeLorean. I am an entertainer. I have three art degrees. I don't have one single degree in journalism. So that's that. Uh, don't forget to um, subscribe on iTunes. You don't have to listen. I just want the ratings. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, 
uh, any third-party app I like Overcast, whatever you do, subscribe. And if you do listen on iTunes, go and hit that five-star button. You know why? It helps me in the rankings on iTunes. I'm in the top 20%. That doesn't mean shit. Top 5%, that means something. Um, Leave a written review. Let them know how much you like me, how entertaining you find me. Uh, Anyways, this is, I'm a shill. I'm I'm selling myself though, you know what I mean? Anyways. Small penis humiliation is a form of verbal erotic humiliation involving the penis, where a dominant person usually consensually degrades a submissive's penis. The practice may involve sexual acts or just the verbal humiliation itself. It may take place in public or private. Submissive men who enjoy SPH do not necessarily have small penises. They like the idea of being being humiliated and having the penis treated as useless, especially involving penis size related offenses or mocking the penis in general. Some women get sexually aroused with the power to be the ultimate judge of a man's penis and to humiliate him. For many, weakening the sense of manhood imposed by society can be erotic. Small penis humiliation is often associated with cuckoldry when the submissive man is rejected and humiliated with the argument that he cannot satisfy his partner or his penis is not large enough to pleasure anyone. Some relate SPH to feminization as well and even compare the submissive's penis size to the size of a clitoris during the humiliation. Although this way of degrading the penis is not well accepted by all dominant women because female genitalia should not be a way of insulting the penis. Some small penis humiliations are done online. The submissive man may post pictures of his penis on the internet for the purpose of being mocked. In many cases, there is a BDSM session via webcam where a dominatrix humiliates the submissive through video. Excellent. Hold on. Let me take a sip of water. All right. I learned of small penis humiliation because I had a Twitter account. <clears throat> God, I'm sorry you have to hear all that. Uh, it's I don't know what my voice sounds like or my congestion level before I start to record because lately I've been recording first thing in the morning. Hmm. Ah, let me, uh, let, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, all right, I'm back, I'm back. I, uh, I muted my mic so I could spit into a coffee cup. Like a lady. Okay, so the, I learned of small penis humiliation because I had a foot fetish Twitter account to try to get subscribers to a foot fetish only fans, which never really took off because I wasn't willing to show my face because I am trying to become a legitimate media personality and I didn't want those boundaries to blur. Um, but uh, when you are on sex Twitter... You get all sorts of likes and follows and whatever, and I encountered small penis humiliation, and, like, someone was like, oh, miss, will you 
I will pay you to humiliate my penis. And I was like, what? And then I looked into it and it was like, okay, yeah, you're supposed to insult their dick and be like, yeah, your dick is not a novel. It's a reader's digest. You know what I mean? And if anyone doesn't, Reader's Digest was a little publication that had abbreviated versions of books in it, and it is for people who want to be well-read but don't but want to do that reading in the office of their therapists. Um, with so, whatever, that's where I read Reader's Digest. I went to a lot of therapy as a kid, and it was something. Hold on. <laughs> What is going on with me today, guys? I don't... Why am I asking? It's allergies. I'm like, oh my god, what is this? My eyes are watery and itchy. I'm sneezing. What's wrong with me? Like, I've never heard of allergies. Um. Anyways, so yeah, so you're supposed to insult their dick and be like, ooh, it's so little. It could never pleasure anyone. Um... And it's a weird thing to me, and let me tell you why. Hey, guys, this is where I start to talk about myself. I don't um, – number one, I'm not into the BDSM kink shame, you know what I mean? Like, the kinkiest that I get is, like, I like when a man is, like, pleasuring me and maybe my hands are like lightly restrained and like I desperately want him to fuck me but it's like no I'm not gonna fuck you until you come like a good little girl like that's pretty much as kinky as I get you know what I mean like being like no you I'm not gonna give you what I want or I'm not gonna give you what you want until you come um (laughs) Because basically my kink is having men get me off. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I'm not into the BDSM thing. I don't like an excessive amount of power dynamics in the bedroom or out of the bedroom. I like all things to be equal. I am a hippie. I am like we are beautiful human beings having a beautiful experience. It is mutually pleasurable and beneficial. And when it is not, then it makes me sad. Uh, because as a woman, a lot of sex involves men focusing on their own orgasm and your needs are left by the wayside. And that is bullshit, uh, because it is just men just bust nuts and men can come from penetrative sex and very few women can. And, um, but a lot of men think they can and they're like, oh, I don't know why she can get off. I mean, I fucked her. I fucking jackhammer. I jackhammered that puss. I don't know why she didn't come. Um, because women generally don't come from penetrative sex. Uh, most women require some manner of clitoral stimulation to bust nuts. And uh, that sometimes gets neglected on the road to pound town. Anyways, so I think that sex should be a mutually pleasurable experience between two equals that are having a good time together. So like the BDSM play does not really get to me. Um, but uh, so that's that's the thing. And like, okay, that's the basis of small penis humiliation is there's a power dynamic. So I'm not comfortable with that. Um, also, um, I honestly, I like, I don't give a fuck about a small penis. Like I, how, how do I say this? 
When it comes to oral sex, I love a big old donger because I love deep throating. It is one of my favorite things. I have an oral fixation. Y'all know that I um, spent years in the the grips of an eating disorder um, where I wouldn't eat food, but I'll tell you what is zero calories and will not make you fat, dick. Eat some dick. I love deep throating. I love a donger that is long enough to get caught in my throat and I can fucking bob on that and that gets me so fucking wet. And if some dude wants to play with my clit while I choke down that dick, while I swallow that like a snake, that is so exciting for me. Love it, love it, love it. So when it comes to oral sex, sure, I love a big old dick. And it is very exciting to see and to look at. However, like... When it comes to penetrative sex, bigger is not always better. And um, let's overdivulge. If you're a long-term listener, you already know this about me. I spent a decade and a half very sick from undiagnosed uh, endometriosis. And most of my endometriosis was on my bowel and vagina, like in the area between the vagina and bowel, and it was all stuck together with scar tissue. And um, I had a very, uh, as a result, there was a lot of pain in the pelvic area, and I had a very, very, very tight vagina to the point where like it was hard to get tampons in. I was like, dude, do I have to spit on my tampon to lube it up to get it in? Because like I just, it couldn't. And so sex was very difficult. It involved a lot of foreplay and arousal and trust and like, cause I had to be fully relaxed to get a dick in. And even then sometimes it would hurt so bad. Like having a dick in my vagina would make my asshole feel like there was a knife in it. It was something. And, you know, six months ago I got surgery with a specialist, my sixth surgery with a specialist, um, who actually like got all the endo out. I'm like tearing up talking about it. I have a lot of unresolved medical trauma and um, maybe at one point I'll go to therapy. I just, who has the time? Who has the money? Um, when I can just spend a weekend in Joshua on mushrooms and tell, you know, claim that I uh, resolved that trauma. So anyways, I had the surgery and um, went through pelvic floor physical therapy. I'm still doing that. And, uh, it has allowed me to have sex without pain. Um, and that's exciting. But in my before life, uh, when I didn't know it was wrong and I thought, oh, I just have a tight pussy or I have vaginismus, which is a medical term for a lockjaw pussy, I, um, I didn't know it was up. And so in that regard, when it came to penetration, Bigger was not better for me. Like, uh, you can go to my band camp and listen to a song called Average Size Dicks because an average dick, fuck yeah. Like, that worked. And um, before uh, my current boyfriend, Zach, who you all know, the last person I dated before him had a micro penis, and I was not mad about it. I'm going to be honest with you. I was not mad about it. And um, because like it wasn't painful to have sex because like let's be real. It wasn't really sex. They're just like kind of squishing around in Labetown. Um, But also like when 
men have insecurities about their small penis. And like this came up in a lot of the articles I read about small penis humiliation. Um, when men have insecurities about the size of their penis, they tend to get better at other aspects of uh, sexual intimacy, i.e. hand stuff. And I, I just feel like a lot of people left hand stuff in junior high. I love hand stuff. I love a good mutual masturbation. I love a good, you know, feeling around, fingering, massaging the clit. Like not even like an aggressive, like trying to aggressively get you off. Like, come on. You're not trying to get a stain out of a sheet. You don't got to rub that hard. Just explore each other's bodies while kissing. I love hand stuff. Um, so yeah, so guys with little dicks, they'll get good at hand stuff. They'll get good at mouth stuff. Like they become better at the foreplay and sensual aspects, um, because they have to compensate for what they are lacking. And honestly, that's exciting because again, most women don't get off from penetrative sex. So if a guy thinks, oh, I have this big old dick and that's enough to satisfy a woman and he just wants to jackhammer your puss, you're probably not having an orgasm. And in fact, like he may not even arouse you enough before sex. Um, to get you like fully, you know, moist and, and, you know, engorged, uh, that you may be sore afterwards. Like you may get rubbed raw with this big old donger, but a guy who has a little dick and is like, oh, I can't satisfy her with my little dick. I need to satisfy her by other means. He's going to work harder. He's going to work harder. And that was my experience in dating a guy with a micro penis was that he, cause not only was it like, <laughs> It was, it was, it was very, very small, but also he had anxiety about it and insecurities about it. And so like it would go soft a lot, like, and so most of our sex life had nothing to do with his pleasure because like he wouldn't be able to maintain an erection. And, um, therefore most time we fooled around, it was just like him going down on me and being like, yeah, this is the only way I can pleasure her is if I go down on her. And I was like, that's awesome because like getting boned, uh, is so painful. It makes me want to die. Um, and so in that regard, like I have a lot of appreciation for the small penis community. Um, cause like when I got together with Zach, who has a big old donger, it was a fucking problem. Um, <laughs> Uh, good thing he doesn't listen to this podcast because um, I would have to find a new place to live. Uh, anyways, if anyone wants to let me park an Airstream in their yard, uh, that'll that's great because if he starts listening to uh, this podcast, I'm I'm gonna need a new place to live. So, um, anyways, so I I have a lot of respect for the small penis community. I don't have a problem with the small penis. I also don't believe in body shaming. I can't tell you like how many times I've had insecurities about like the stupidest fucking shit. Like I really liked the guy. We hooked up. We did it doggy style. And then he kind of like ghosted me. And I legitimately thought, oh, well, we did it doggy style. It's probably because I have an ugly butthole. <laughs> Like, that's why. That's why. That's the deal breaker. I'm a fucking smoke show, but my butthole isn't pretty. Like, anyone's butthole is pretty. And granted, mine has a scar on it and <laughs> from surgery, but like, 
I don't even know if that's noticeable. I'm not willing to like look at my asshole in the mirror right now and tell you, but like, you know what I mean? So like I, I've dealt with the gamut of insecurities and being like, oh, it didn't work out with this guy because, uh, I have a scarred butthole or, um, I don't know, like any, like, uh, my eyebrows aren't even or something, you know, stupid, like, because I'm so pretty that, um, anything wrong with me is a micro flaw. Uh, but you know what I mean? And I just think like, it's such a horrible way to live. It is such a horrible way to live, to be letting physical insecurities cripple you. And I would never turn that onto another person. Like, and my thing is like, if I want to be with you, I want to be with you. I love everything about you. You, I, I like, I love your little dick or your big belly or like whatever it is about you that it, you're insecure about. You shouldn't be because like, if I want to be with you, it's head to toe. As I said, I'm a hippie. So like my sort of like sex lovemaking is like, I want all of you. I want the entirety of you. I want to lick the back of your teeth. Like I, it's a, it's a head to toe thing that I think you are wonderful. Um, and so the idea of being like, we're going to have sexual intimacy, but I'm going to degrade you for this thing. It's just not my steez. I, I'm uncomfortable about that because I don't legitimately have those feelings. Like, and to be honest, I would be more apt to make fun of someone for having a big dick than a small dick. And it's just because, you know, it's not something that society at large would shame them for. So it's like you can make fun of someone for being good looking, but you can't make fun of someone for being ugly. Like I would never shame something, sh someone for something that like the majority of people would judge them for because I am – a, I'm, I just feel like I'm a walking safe space as a person. Like I don't, there's enough judgment and negativity in the world and I'm just not that person. Like, and that's kind of my thing with the podcast is I like that I talk to people from all walks of life with all sort of religions or kinks or drug usage or whatever it is that they are into. And like, just because something isn't for me doesn't mean that I pass judgment on it. You know what I mean? Like, so just because like your faith is not for me does not mean that I would pass judgment on you for believing that faith. Um, or just because like your kink is not for me does not mean that I would pass judgment on it. And as with most of our episodes, I try to relate to the kink. So like objectophilia, I was like, yeah, I like my things. <laughs> I have collectibles and models and I make little miniatures and like, I, okay. Or like with, um, the, uh, adult babies, I was like, yeah, I mean, I, listen, I have a pink bedroom full of toys. So I'm kind of an adult baby. Uh, even if I don't like to be infantilized, uh, in my life or in my sex life, um, so I try to relate to things, uh, and hence why I'm sharing all these stories with you about, um, my tight pussy and my experience dating a person with a micro penis. And I will say the re the problem that I ultimately had with the relationship had nothing to do with his penis size. It was that he had small penis energy and because big dick energy and small penis energy, I feel have nothing to do with actual penis size because I've 
been with dudes who had below average dicks who had big dick energy. And I respect that because, I mean, I have big dick energy. And I think we all should strive to have big dick energy. Um, But this fella, he had small penis energy, meaning that he just was like, he would just always lament the 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 things in his life that had gone wrong or that had been wronged against him you know i bought a house on this side of town and all my friends moved away and now i'm all the way out here and i don't have any friends out here or like i never had this experience in life or that experience in life. like just like lamenting and meanwhile this dude owned a bomb ass house with a very low mortgage because he bought it at the right time he owned his own business like he was doing fine. And so someone in his circumstances with big dick energy would have been like, welcome to my bomb ass house. This is my cool business that is successful. Like they would have, you know what I mean? And instead this motherfucker is trying to like cry to me about like, oh, I missed out on this or this or that or in life. And it's like, first of all, you're in your thirties. You haven't missed out on shit. Life is short, but it's also long and you can make time for the shit that you want to do. And it's one of the reasons why I'm so obsessed with health and fitness is because there are so many things that I want to do in life. I have three college degrees and one technical school degree. But you know what else I want to do? I want to be a certified Pilates instructor. I want to be a licensed uh, sailboat skipper. Like I want to do these things. I want this podcast to become a successful business. So I focus on my health and my fitness and it gives me more time to make things happen. So like while life is short and you should, you know, try to live and experience and whatever, um, you should also recognize that like you do have time and if you want to accomplish things, you can schedule in those things in your life and make time. You know what I mean? You can't do it all at once. You can't learn how to play violin and Spanish while raising kids and working a full-time job. You can't do it all at once, but you can go, all right, we got my kids off at school full-time. I am going to start working on Spanish for 20 minutes a day. You know what I mean? Pencil that shit in. People go, I don't have time to work out. Um, I don't know if you follow me on Instagram. My body looks crazy. I work about a, I work out about five, six hours a week, which is honestly not that much time. Um, it's not that much time. Some weeks I only work out three hours because it just, things get busy and I'm ripped. And the thing is, it's just that I do it consistently. I do it every single week. I do the workouts and three hours is not that much time, especially if you pay attention to how much fucking Netflix you're watching. When I lived alone, I didn't own a TV for like seven years. And finally, my mom bought me one because she couldn't believe that I didn't own a TV. Um, and then later, she bought me a bigger one because she couldn't believe I ha- was having a Scott McNulty over to watch movies on my tiny TV. But like, I didn't have a TV because I didn't need a TV because I was active doing other things. And if I did watch movies or whatever, it was an event with my friends. So it was like a social event, like, because I don't go to bars or anything. But like, dude, if you want to watch a movie and make some food that's like themed to the movie, I will be there in a heartbeat. Um, So yeah, you don't... Just fucking budget your time better. I I still waste so much time. 
so much time uh, because I like to fantasy shop because I love fashion and that's my first degree and I am obsessed with streetwear brands and what they're doing and how they're produced and what their marketing is and blah, 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 blah. And I spent a lot of time researching these brands and like putting things into shopping carts and never actually buying them. It's a whole fucking thing. It's a whole fucking thing, which maybe it's just like, oh, that's my hobby. But then sometimes I'm like, yeah, you just spent like an hour and a half pretend shopping on the internet. What could you have done with that hour and a half? Um, uh, Probably a lot. Probably a lot. What was I talking about? Okay. Oh, yeah. So this guy... I didn't have a problem with small penis, but I did have a problem with his small penis energy. And maybe I could have degraded him for that because if there is one thing that I am good at doing after a monologue about how I'm so not judgmental, if there's one thing that I am good at doing, it's reading people for filth. And um, But I do it with love in my heart because I love it when my close friends read me for filth. My relationship with Zach is mostly we're just roommates that roast battle constantly. And uh, like that that's just how things are in our house. It is a constant roast battle because it's like, yeah, we know each other well enough to to do that. And like it, we know that it's not like coming from hate or malice or my best friends. Uh, yeah, we just we roast battle. Um but, like, maybe I could have I, – I don't think I would have been able to degrade this guy for his small penis that uh, – there's nothing you can fucking do about it. There's no point in making fun of someone for something. There's nothing they can do about it. Bad teeth, you can get them fixed. You can lose weight. You can get a tan on your pasty-ass skin. You can wax your hairy ass back. You can do a lot of things. You can't do shit about a small penis. So why am I going to judge you for that? That is what – it is what it is. It is what it is. Like, it's like making fun of someone for being old. You can't do anything about your age. You can't. Um, you can make fun of someone for having old energy. <laughs> um, so, but maybe I could have, like, read him for filth about his small penis energy. Because that was a fucking problem. And I will, like, especially, like, my close friends, like, the only time I get mad at them is when they quit on themselves when they get defeated with themselves because <sighs> am I becoming a self-help guru, guru? You are more powerful than you could even imagine. I think I was a weak ass bitch before I had to deal with my whole endometriosis, uh, insurance, not covering surgery, being on the brink of disability, blah, blah, blah. Like before I had to deal with that fucking battle of fighting my body and the American medical system, um, I think that that version of me, while tougher than a lot of people, was a weak ass bitch. And now after being like, yeah, I fucking did that shit. Like I got through it. I fucking made money while sick, founded a business, bought insurance. Like I fucking did that shit on my own. Um, I feel more powerful than ever. And now that I'm like, healthier physically and I'm just like working out and becoming physically stronger. I just feel like, yeah, we're more powerful than like you're more powerful than you know. And maybe you just haven't been pushed 
to discover that, like maybe your life has been too comfortable. You're able to have enough money to self-soothe via food, drugs, alcohol, shopping. And so anytime you experience a little bit of emotional discomfort, you are able to soothe yourself with one of those things and you are not faced, forced to face it. Um, but, uh, if you sober from all of those things, uh, junk food, alcohol, drugs, shopping are challenged and you fucking deal with that shit. Like you actually deal with the obstacles in front of you instead of placating your negative feelings about those obstacles. Cause that's what a lot of people do. They go, Oh, there's an obstacle in front of me and, uh, it feels insurmountable. So let me just curl up into a ball and, um, get some Taco Bell. And that's that because it, it makes you feel better in the moment. Um, if you are forced to, if you actually like force yourself to deal with that shit, uh, you will become stronger each time you face those things. So like, I should have read this guy for filth about his small penis energy because it's like, bro, what the fuck are you complaining about? Man up. Like you have X, Y, Z going on for you. So number one, acknowledge those things and take credit for the, for the good things you've done in life. And if you otherwise are feeling like a weak ass bitch, hit the gym. I used to work with this guy who, um, was a college football player and he was like, yeah, whenever I don't, I don't feel good or I feel like a weak ass bitch, I go and, or I'm mad about something. I go to the gym and I pick, he goes, so he goes, I pick up things and put them back down until I don't care anymore. And isn't that the fucking truth? Isn't that the fucking truth? Oh, girls don't like me because I have a little penis. I'm like, bro, I don't give a good goddamn about your little penis. It's your little penis energy. And if I don't give a good goddamn about a little penis, I think there's a lot of girls who don't give a good goddamn about a little penis because that is not the be all end all. I think women want someone who will, who can hold it down, work a job, pay his bills, clean his house. You know what I mean? He can decide, make a decision on where to eat for dinner. He can plan a trip and you can just go along with the ride instead of having to plan and do everything yourself because a lot of women end up in maternal roles in their relationship because men are like not full. A lot of straight men are like not fully formed. They're like children and they want to be treated and respected as men, but they don't behave or act as full grown men. And then they're like, why doesn't my wife fuck me enough? And it's like, because your wife sees you as another one of the children because you had two children with her and you are the third because she's raising all of you. Um, so this episode has been pretty much 0% about small penis humiliation. Um, okay. So the reason men like small penis humiliation is because they feel like it's something that they have experienced insecurity about. And so why not own it and make it like part of their sexual fetish, you know? And so like a lot of these stories I read, um, from Reddit and Cosmo and Slate, I think, is like basically I always felt insecure about my size and um, I was teased about it in gym class as a teenager and now it turns me on 
to have a woman like make fun of me for it. And uh, I can't, I just can't relate because I think there are people who like to be like a little bit scared during sex, like scared and intimidated. And for me, that's just not my steez. As I said, I, I live life as a safe space. I want sex to be a safe space. And, and maybe it's part of who I am and maybe it's part of having experienced sexual trauma, but I want to feel like safety and trust and security with my sexual partner. And that way I feel comfortable like busting it open, you know? Um, but other people don't like that. They want to feel a little bit scared. And so to have someone uh, just be like, Oh, I, uh, yeah, tell me, tell me I have a small dick. Tell me how I couldn't satisfy you, blah, 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 blah. And I don't know if in the S&M relationship that the person doing the humiliating gets off on it too. Like, is it erotic to be like, oh, your dick is smaller than my nipples or like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, what is that? A fucking clit next to your balls? Um. I should have made a list of things I think are small penis humiliation. So I don't know if the person exerting the power and doing the humiliating gets off on it, but it is just a sexual dynamic that I am not entirely familiar with. Like, again, like, as I said, like, I love deep throating, but it doesn't, I don't, it's not like in the, in the newer porns where like the girl giving head has to like cry and choke and you know what I mean? Like I, it's not like that. I don't like to be degraded. I don't like to be face fucked. Like chill, like chill out. I got this. I'm, I'm going to fucking swallow that thing. Uh, but I, it's like with like, a I don't know, whatever. There's not an aggression involved in it. I don't like aggression or power. I don't think anyone needs to be scared or cry or piss or shit, which seems to be, um, how porn is these days. I don't watch porn, but, um, what I've seen, I'm like, like every time I've tried to watch porn, I have to scroll through so many things that I find upsetting before I find something that I'm comfortable with that, that at that point, I just am like super confused about like, am I horny or am I disgusted? Oh, I love vintage porn because that, that just makes sense to me. Um, give me a bunch of hairy chested guys and natural titted women having a fun time. I saw this one. It was like these hippies having a fondue party. They're just in like a super shagadelic dark wood, like camping lodge. And there's like, um, yeah, there's like a shag rug or whatever. And they are making fondue in the fireplace and they're eating fondue. And then they just start playing around with each other. And I thought that's fun. Good for those kids. Um, but yeah, these guys like like it. They're like, I've always been insecure about this. And um, so I've just like taken ownership of it and made it my sexual fetish. Um, and like some of the guys don't even have small dicks. That's the other thing is like, I think it said like an average dick in the US like is five and a half inches. And so like a lot of these dudes will have like a five inch dick or like a four and a half inch dick, which is slightly below average. But like that's within, you know what I mean? Like it's not, but porn has people thinking if your dick isn't eight or nine inches that you have a little dick and you don't. You don't. You're average. And guess what? Most people are average. Most people are average in all regards of their life. They're they're of average intelligence. They're of average good looks. They are average at their job. Most people are average. 
You know why? Because that's the fucking average. Uh, this isn't, I'm not teaching how statistics work, but like, whatever. Most people are fucking average. But for some reason, because, and I assume it's because of porn, dudes think, oh, I'm under eight inches. I have a little dick. And I like dated dudes who had big dicks, needed to use Magnum condoms, had no idea because, and we're using like regular size condoms that were too small on the verge of breaking, cutting off circulation in their fucking dongs because they had no idea. And I was like, dude, you need to buy XL condoms. Like you need to buy bigger condoms. And they're like, no, it's not like I have a big dick or anything. Um, and, uh, so sorry if you guys can hear Ralphie in the background because Zach is waking up. So of course Ralphie has to fucking, he's like fucking Paul Revere, but he's like the daddy is coming. So anyways, what was I saying? Yeah. So like, so like these dudes with big old dongers had no fucking idea and they're wearing the wrong size condom because they're like, oh no, I couldn't possibly buy, buy big boy condoms because I, it's not like I have a big dick. And I'm like, yeah, like you do, you do like seven is seven is big. Seven and a half is pretty big. Um, but yeah, the, the porn has, has dudes thinking under eight inches. You're a shrimp dick, which is not true. Also the little shrimp emoji is like the symbol for S P H on Twitter. Um, uh, I, and I should have revisited it to like given you some quotes from small penis dudes on Twitter. I just can't, I just can't sometimes. It's been a really busy week. I had a work party last night, um, that I wasn't going to stay at for the whole thing, but guess what? There were games. We played Pictionary and Jeopardy. And uh, you know that my idea of fun is Christian youth group fun. So the minute I – it's like, what board games do you guys want to play? I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be out late tonight, honey. I ain't coming home. We got Jeopardy. Um, and so, therefore, I did not do extra research last night because I was busy um, recreating and socializing, which is not something I often do. Uh be, just be happy for me. Just be happy for me on that one. Um, so yeah, so I think like, okay, so the dudes like it because they're, they're trying to like take ownership over something they've always been insecure about. And some of the dudes into this SPH are like, yeah, they're, they have average size dicks, but it's got, they've got it twisted in their mind that, they, uh, that they're below average. Um, a lot of these guys in these interviews are like bisexual, pansexual, and they, they like it when guys make fun of their dicks and they feel like that's even more aggressive and scary because I mean, like, listen, dudes, dudes are more aggressive and scary. And so like when dudes make fun of their dicks, they fucking love it. They love it. And like one guy's like, yeah, I'm not like gay or anything, but like if I, I'm obsessed with big dicks. Like if I saw a big dick and I could touch it, I would do that. But I'm not like gay. I just want to like stroke off a big hard cock. Um, so the lines are blurred. And I think, like, it's part of the, like, feminization, like, oh, you have a little dick, so you're less of a man, which I don't think is true. <laughs> I do not think that that's true. Um, because uh, there are plenty of dudes with big hogs who are uh, not not men, as, we, as I've established, they are boys. Um, so there's that. There's that. Um, and then, uh, let's see. This is Metro UK uh, has an article about um, 
it's like an interview with a dominatrix who's like, yeah, like people would uh, hire her to like do this. Uh, okay, here we go. One of my first SPH clients just wanted to feel awkward and humiliated. So we did a role play where I was a nurse in a sperm clinic and he was being tested as a potential donor. I quietly measured, weighed, and wrote notes about his tiny todger. To amp up the awkward levels, there were just times where he was standing naked, measuring tape around his member, and I'd just grimace and quietly shake my head with a sigh, then look in his eyes as I say the coup de grace, never mind. Um, and so, uh, where does it blur into cuckolding, which maybe will be a future episode of it. I'm listening to this show from the people, the girls who do Even the Rich, and it's called In God We Lust, and it's about Jerry Falwell Jr. and his long-term, um, three-way relationship with his wife and this, like, guy that was, like, basically, like, dating them that would, like, fuck her in front of him because that was his thing. Um, anyways, yeah, it's just, like, a long-term cuckold relationship. Like, usually I thought it's, like, just for the night you get, like, a dude to fuck your broad, but not, like, oh, yeah, there's this guy that we take trips with that, like, fucks my wife for the whole time. Um, okay, so this is where SBH goes hand-in-hand hand with cuckolding, um, and this guy says, my penis is too small to please my girlfriend, so she needs a bigger man to please her. Um, many men want to be told that they're too pathetic to please anyone um, and that they better make themselves useful in other ways, which could be anything from uh, cunnilingus to being a human toilet. Can you imagine... Your dick is so small, you're useless to me, except for use as a toilet. And I think what we're learning here is that I'm just not into sexual degradation because I wouldn't, like, the idea of saying that to someone, like, you're fucking useless, the only thing you're good for is for me to shit on. Um, And, like, objectively there are a lot of people where like that that would be the only use for them as a human being like there are a lot of garbage toilet people that probably being a receptacle for poop is the best thing they could do with their time but I'm not going to be the one to tell them that that is not what I'm going to say because that is not who I am I the idea of I'm not comfortable making people people feel bad about themselves or saying those things. You know what I mean? I think everyone needs to look in the mirror and decide whether or not they are uh, most useful as a toilet on their own. And I don't need to be the one to tell you that because you're not going to believe it as much from me as you will from yourself. If you do a full personal inventory and you're like, what am I good at? And then you start like trying to count on your fingers, but you don't even get like one like you just have one finger out and you're thinking, you're squinting going, oh, what's what's the first good thing about me? And then you go, I can't think of anything. I guess I'm only good as a toilet. Um, that's on you. That's on you. That's what that's uh, – isn't that one of the steps in AA is taking a personal inventory? <laughs> one shit at a time. Um, so, yeah. That is, I, I think that's all I have to say about small penis humiliation um, because obviously I don't have a lot to say about it. I have a lot to say about myself. Cue the negative reviews on iTunes. Uh, shout out to all my shrimp dicks out there. I don't see nothing wrong with it. Find you a girl with vaginismus or sexual trauma or endometriosis, like a broad who 
really can't take a dick and just go down on her. And you can have a happy, healthy, heterosexual relationship if that is what you are looking for. You know, there's a lid for every pot. So, um, and if you want to be shamed for your tiny little shrimp dick, you can get on Twitter, you know, make... Make a fake Twitter for it. Don't do it under your real name, you fucking idiots. Um, but, you know, make a Twitter and um, get on sex Twitter and hashtag SPH and you will find your scene. So that's that. That's that. Or, you know, marry some religious girl who saves herself for marriage and she doesn't know any better than your sad ass dick. And she's not going to divorce you because you are married in the eyes of Christ. <sighs> All right, happy hump day, everyone. Bye.